We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's going on, everybody, and What's welcome back up? to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, and always with my good buddy Dan. Dan, what is going on, my friend? Buddy, buddy, we got we got announcements today. I, I always, off-season, we're like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And then we get a schedule <laughs> announcement, and it's like, oh my god, we have 34 things to talk about. <laughs> there is no shortage of news to talk about. This time we got a schedule drop that actually happened before we recorded, which is wild because if this were a normal news drop, it would be it happened on Wednesday and we'd be like, oh, cool. We missed being able to talk about one of the biggest news of the offseason. But we're here. We got that to talk about. We're joined by our good friend Kevin Lopez from SKC Fan TV. You may know huge Argentina fan and something happened in the world of Argentinian soccer. This past week, so I heard something about it. I don't know. I missed like two thirds of it. A little thing. We just wanted to talk to him about it and and, and sort of see what's going on there. Uh, so we have him on to talk what it means to be a world champion and what this oh, means man. for Lionel Messi's legacy, future Inter Miami star, Lionel future Messi. MLS Cup world champion. I mean, we said this with Kevin, but honestly, this isn't a win for Argentina so much as it it's a win for Major League Soccer. It has to be, dude. It has to be. I, <laughs> I'm excited, man. It's so crazy. I, I missed uh, 60 minutes of that game uh, because I thought... <laughs> I forgot. Buddy, you forgot about this? I forgot, yeah. No, I I just... I had Googled it earlier in the week, and I don't know if anyone can clarify this on me or if I'm just stupid, but it, it said on Google that the final was at 1 o'clock, and I know I can't be losing my mind, but I felt like I was taking crazy pills, my man. Because you text me and you're like, oh, Argentina's going to do it. And I said, what? calm down. Game's in like three hours. <laughs> it's been on for an hour. And so I turn it on for 60 minutes. France starts doing their thing. And I'm like, holy shit, look what I've caused. And <laughs> just a wild time, man. Wild day. So I literally 
I got to I got to watch half as much soccer as you did because I got extra time and penalties. You watched so, basically a full game. I, I basically watched a full game. That's pretty wild. And missed an hour. <laughs> well, as you know, we'll talk about later with Kevin. The first hour was pretty Argentina dominant. The first half was nothing but Argentina. There was the penalty kick that Messi put away to give them the 1-0 lead. And then there was a freaking gorgeous buildup that France had the ball on their end. And then next thing you knew, there was like four passes and there's a volley and Argentina's up 2-0. And you're like, what the hell just happened? So wow. it was it was all vibes for Argentina until a little man who's not so little, but his name's Kylian Mbappe happened. And yeah. uh, man, it was a phenomenal game. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. We don't, you know, we talk with Kevin about it and he's so, uh, he, he's such a big Argentina supporter and, and he's, he's, he's big into anything he supports, right? If you guys have followed him, the dude is just straight up fandom. It's just cool, man. Really reminds me cool. of, uh, of us a little bit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Really uh, getting into it. And probably a lot of you people can resonate with Kevin's passion, but I think you guys are going to be real excited to hear him talk about it. Uh, Cause he is Argentinian. So yeah, for sure. It means a little more when it's in your blood. <laughs> it, can you imagine what we, 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 again, we talked about this with Kevin, but like what if the, the U.S. women's national team has won the World Cup multiple times. So I get yeah. super pumped when they do it, but like I almost expect them to win it now because they're <laughs> right. that far ahead of every other women's professional team. The U.S. men's team it has felt generations behind the rest mm-hmm. of the men's team. So can you imagine what we as a soccer fandom would do if the U S men's national team won a men's world cup. Yeah. It's uh, it'd be wild to think about. So not even on that mindset <laughs> yet. You know, I'm just, just hopefully trying to get to a game in Kansas city, you know, and see what happens. Yeah. And I don't know what travel is going to be like, probably buses and shuttles and, uh, God dang, dude, might have to just board your dog for a night and get a, ho- <laughs> get a hotel up there because you don't know what your day is going to look like. It's wild. So, obviously, we're going to try to go to a game here in Kansas City when it's sure. here. Do you think you would try to travel to go to a U.S. men's national team game if it were somewhere else here in the States? Or, or is that a little bit too intense? That's wild, right? I And you want to. I would think I'd want to go to the most drivable one because sure. I'm thinking flights would be nuts. Hotels Probably. will be nuts already. So, it's like it's just more savings. So, I'm just so happy that it is. there are some games in Kansas City and traveling is not even in the picture right now. Right. Personally. My, I'm not expecting, and, and I don't have any inside information. I'm not, ex- we're not going to know for a long time. I'm not expecting a U.S. men's national team game to be here in Kansas City, just because there are so many cities that more likely than not, we probably won't get a U.S. game. Probably but not. It'd be crazy if we did. Um, I, I don't know. Houston maybe might be the closest drivable city. I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's, we'll see, but but um, if we didn't have it, who knows? Maybe a Chicago or a Colorado would have, you know. Sure, um, sure. You just so. never know. So it's gonna be gonna be crazy. I hope you guys are are budgeting, saving your money, and things. It's just gonna get weird, man. And I do want to, you know, we, we talked about how expensive tickets will be, and and uh, FIFA World Cup tickets are, are a little different. I do want to um, mention that after our our episode last week, um, the graphic designer who did our logo, William Geddes, he actually went to some games in Qatar this time, and he had mentioned, hey, FIFA actually has a different way of doing resale tickets. They typically don't let you just like throw it up on StubHub or whatnot. There's actually like a FIFA resale market that you kind of have to go through. So it'll be interesting to see if... Um, I, I don't know exactly how some of these other like major resellers work in other countries. Huh. So it'll be interesting to see like 
who's got more leverage. I assume it's FIFA will have more leverage. They're going to be able to keep I... these tickets off StubHub, SeatGeek, etc. But you know they're going to be trying the damnedest to get some of that resale market in. And if they can, they'll be crazy. But maybe FIFA will keep them a little bit more reasonable. Who knows? Yeah, as reasonable as reasonable can be. I mean, sure. I, it's still going to be outrageous. So just it's not going to be cheap, but no. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but before we get to the interview with Kevin, I do want to talk a little bit about this Sporting KC schedule news drop. As we said, the new schedule for 2023 dropped before we recorded this, which is pretty wild. And uh, we learn who Sporting KC's first few games are going to be against. The Major League Soccer season will kick off at the end of February, which is going to be here in like two. It's Sporting Casey's first game is in like two months and three days, which is huh. wild. It's coming here fast. 25th, uh, yeah. But February 25th on the road at Portland. It doesn't start until 9.30 p.m. Central, which, of course, wonderful. Hey, Love get it. Get that nap in. Are we, are we scared of naps? Naps are amazing. Get it <laughs> in. I do it every time there's a late game. It's perfect. It's at least with with soccer, you know, it's a nine thirty kick. Eat my marzipan. <laughs> it's a nine thirty kick. It's going to be done at eleven thirty, and then you can hop in bed before midnight. There you go. And and who? What, it's a Saturday. So do you got somewhere to be Saturday. on Sunday? I know you sinners aren't going to church. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I it, I do appreciate how with the Apple and MLS deal, the vast majority of games are on weekends now, even more so than they were before. There's a couple of midweek yeah. games here and there. And obviously the U S open cup is going to still be midweek and CONCACAF champions league, which we don't have to worry about this year, but those are still going to be midweek. And then there's the league's cup, which I don't even know if we're in because there's 74 different tournaments now, but largely weekend based. So we start February 25th against Portland. Then a week later, March 4th, we're on the road against Colorado for an 8.30 kick. And then March 11th, it's the third week of the season, and it's Sporting KC's home opener. So we have to be one of the last ones to have a home opener. We host none other than Chicharito in the Los Angeles Galaxy at Children's Mercy Park. Why are you – hold on. Why are you speaking like you only know 11 games right now? I don't – I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you were saying that. Okay. I thought you were saying we know some of the games earlier. I don't know. You have to fact check it later. But anyways, I'm <laughs> I'm here to say we know all the games. We know all the Three, games. Get this. Everyone can watch this with Apple TV, of course. It is subscription-based. And unless you're a season ticket member, you freaking get it. But we have three national TV games on mm-hmm. Fox that's also on MLS Season Pass yeah. on Apple TV. Pay us, Apple. We're pitching your shit. <laughs> I and mean, I it is. It's exciting. It is wild that so it's going to all be on MLS season pass and Apple TV, but then Major League Soccer somehow got Fox and Telemundo to pay them more money to also continue to put them on regular yeah. linear television. ESPN was like, "Nah, we're good. We're out." Yeah, because that was new, right? Like that. I right. mean, Fox didn't have it till like this past week. Yeah, it's a, it's a new announcement that Fox yeah. is also going to be carrying some of these games, not all of them, in Telemundo and, and ESPN. They've been a, a partner of Major League Soccer's for broadcasting yeah. for a long time, and they're Their out. ESPN which... Plus sucked because you couldn't <laughs> even watch games, and you live 20 minutes, 30 minutes from the stadium. <laughs> right. So, But we got Portland and then Colorado, both on the road, and then we come back to Children's Mercy Park, Chicharito, LA Galaxy. We're going to get another Panenka? I don't know. Unimpressed with LA Galaxy. Unimpressed. Unimpressed. Yeah. It's... Uh, I think that's going to be wild. I'm I'm hopeful that we're going to be able to go into the LA Galaxy game with at least four points. 
because if we go in there with four points, having won one of the games and, and drawn one of the games, we're still undefeated. Get the season off to a good start because hopefully we'll have an, a healthy Alan Polito, a healthy Garikinda, plus Willie Agata, Eric Tommy. We'll see what sort of new other signings outside of Nemanja Rodoya that we bring in. I'm excited, man. There's it's, a different feeling. Real. Next year, here's what we've been saying for five years now. Hey, wait till May. Wait till May to see what a soccer team looks like. Guys, I think it might. we might judge this team from the get-go. I don't yeah. know. I just think the fire's there. I think they probably put in a little great off-season work, unless you're Alan Polito, who's going to Egypt. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like uh, it just feels different. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if come March you see a team that's firing pretty rough. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I think we have to get off to a pretty good start over those first couple of months of the season because May, there's six games in the month of May. So there there are um, going to be a couple of midweek games or at least, yeah, I think two midweek games in, in May. So that's a little congested. Um, August, there's only one game because there's an international break. And then back in September, six more games. So this is this is an interesting schedule. Um Kobe Roney, one of our listeners, sent us a message and says uh, two main things he took away is that we play St. Louis three times. And then, yeah, in May, it gets a little congested. And then June, obviously, we'll have the Open Cup around that time. So um, what do you think are the games that you are most looking forward to in 2023? Our first game against St. Louis FC is May 20th. So that's something that's exciting. But what, but what, are, you, yeah, you- what are you thinking? You you circle the St. Louis ones right away. Um, you, you I, I want to go to Miami. Um, mm-hmm. Never been to Miami, okay, at all. So yeah. I just think that'd be a lot of fun. And uh, but other than those, man, you got to look at any game against the Seattle, against an LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're on actual Fox and Fox Deportes as well as MLS Season Pass at Seattle Sunday, mm-hmm. May seventh. It's an mm-hmm. afternoon game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Mayweather's like in Seattle. That's a fun little, fun little trip out there. Beautiful little city, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's 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 pumped, man. I think you and I and and my wife and, and bring Brittany if you want to. You know, if you want, if you want to bring her, <laughs> <laughs> come. Let's go to Miami, man. It just sounds uh sounds like the nightlife is not my vibe. But no, I, I don't will, think it's my vibe either. Uh, I'll be in the hotel by ten probably. <laughs> <laughs> I I have. Uh driven through south beach yeah. I, I quite literally mean like when we went to uh um key west we flew into fort lauderdale and drew drove from fort lauderdale to key west and we we're like let's drive down south beach or ocean drive or whatever it was and and see what it's like and i was like oh there's a lot of expensive cars and this is not my scene i'm not gonna be at the club until you know seven in the morning doing all sorts <laughs> of illicit drugs yeah um but I'm not, I'm not gonna go play volleyball with my shirt off and talk to some bikini babes <laughs> like it's not my thing. <laughs> but it's you know I think good news is Inter Miami doesn't play in Miami; they play in Fort Lauderdale. Um, is that right? And yeah, they their their stadiums up silly in Fort right Lauderdale. Now. Well, they they're trying to play in Miami. They're trying to build a stadium in Miami. That's their long term plan. But their current stadium they play in, which is eventually supposed to be their training facility is in Fort Lauderdale, which is like a 25, 20, 25 minute mile. I don't know if it's minutes or miles or what. It's about 50 minute drive from Fort Lauderdale to Miami. Yeah. I think it's about 20 miles. So that's taking in current traffic at, you know, seven 30 Eastern time. Right. So (laughs) it's, it's a little bit of a a hike, but um, 
I want to go because we might see a World Cup champion, the greatest of all time, playing for Miami at that point. We might indeed. And it just sounds, uh, man, if you can make a little trip into it, a little, you know, see some things. I'm sure there's things to do. I have to do some research. It just sounds fun. It just sounds new and exciting and outside of my landlocked state, you know. It'd be kind of fun. It'd be, uh, I believe it'd be basketball. Well, no, when does basketball season start? Is that not till October? So let's say you go to a Miami Heat game. So that's a little That'd bit be of a cool, bummer. but I mean, then here's the uh, uh, god dang it, Jimmy. God dang it, I was gonna say something and I forgot. Just you go, you talk because I suck. Well, I know we were like, hey, you know, maybe uh, we'll see what happens with, with Lionel Messi. Is he gonna I be coming? That. Um, you know, one person that I do follow who he's a, a, a sports personality based out of Miami who is connected to Inter Miami. He put up a tweet earlier today of the day recording and all it had, it said two things. It had the goat emoji and it said soon. So he's been maintaining that he, his sources within Inter Miami are 99 plus percent confident that they will land Lionel Messi and that we might hear some news on it as soon as uh, January after the holidays, because he'll be able to sign a pre-contract at that point. So I believe it. If you're putting out news and saying 90, 99% good to go, like, then you you take that as a hundred, you know what I mean? That'll be a huge letdown if it doesn't happen. Yeah, so it'll be pretty crazy. Um, but I'm excited that Miami trip. I'm gonna really try to make that happen. Assuming you know it's not till September 9th, I think. So we got a little bit of time. Right on but, the heels of Labor Day there, uh, yeah. that previous Monday. And you know when I went to LA uh, this past year, I didn't. Uh, we had a beach day planned, and it was the only day it stormed on our trip there. Uh, bad weather came in, so we did not get a beach day. I'm getting my goddamn beach day in Miami, baby. <laughs> it's uh, there's plenty of beaches in Miami, that's for and sure. And I'm gonna sing some Will Smith the whole time I'm of there. Of course, you are. That, this course. never happened before, nobody's ever done it. Why wouldn't yeah. we? <laughs> um, I'm excited for St. Louis on May 20th. Probably gonna try to make at least a day trip. I don't know, we'll see. Um, and then September 2nd, the week before the potential Miami road trip that we're thinking about, is when St. Louis comes to Kansas City for the first time and plays them. Place Kansas City at hey, Children's Mercy Park. That's just going to be a real good trip, man. I, I like the St. Louis restaurant scene. I think we can get a train going up there as well. Oh, that'd be um, fun. Yeah, you can pop on the train if you don't want to make the drive. I think the drive is faster, but probably still kind of neat regardless. Yeah. Um, and then they come here, man, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's like Graham Zussi said a couple weeks ago, this is absolutely a rivalry. It's absolutely everyone's real, you know, into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're probably just fun. tired of being thrown in with Minnesota when it comes, you know, rivalry week. Mm-hmm. For sure. see in Minnesota. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, the other big news that I took is decision day, October 21st, 2023 in Kansas city hosting Minnesota United. Hopefully we don't need to rely on decision day to lock up a playoff spot, but it's more than likely that Bro. seating will not yet be determined. So and against someone like Minnesota, both of us could be in a provocative spot, you know, plenty of things to know about, or plenty of things that, that are going to be likely up for grabs at that point. Well, so. Something to note, buddy, on, on SportingKC.com, they put out uh, a little storyline for each game. I think mm-hmm. they do this about every year. So, yeah, you scroll down and they, you know, they give Messi a shout out. Uh, you, you see that St. Louis coming to town. They talk about how the buzz is for this game. And mm-hmm. it's just uh, someone put some work into this pretty cool yeah shout out to whoever wrote that does it have sam Sam there you go sam sam knows what's up sammy um now 
Major League Soccer did put 10 must-watch games in 2023 out on their website. And I'm scrolling through here. And look, I know Sporting Kansas City didn't do that well. We're not in here. But here's the deal. St. Louis is on here. Um, Why? But, well. For who? Who are they playing? I get why they well, at first you're 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 like why is St. Louis versus Charlotte FC on this list that doesn't make sense. No. It's because it's the first game at their new park, City Park. Oh, okay. So, I I get that, but but here's the thing. You look at some of these other rivalries that are on here. You're like, okay, whatever. Um LA Galaxy versus LAFC. Yep, we know El Tráfico, it's kicking off the season. MLS loves it. Okay. Um Austin FC versus FC Dallas. Okay, fine. We've seen it before. FC Cincinnati versus Columbus Crew. Whatever. We've seen it before. Atlanta versus Orlando. Whatever. We've seen it before. The MLS All-Star game, who we don't know who the opponent's going to be. I don't understand why Sporting Kansas City versus St. Louis City FC is nowhere to be found on this list. I don't know, man. I, You know, other rivalries are obviously closer in distance. I'm talking New York. Miami and Orlando, if you want the LA teams, blah blah blah. New York versus uh, the the New York teams facing off, not on this list, not on right. this list, right? But Nashville versus New York City is on there only because it's the first match of the season. But nah, see people doing this list, I don't, you know, they're not taking a lot of time. Okay, they they haven't had a lot of time to do this article. They're just throwing things out. <laughs> but this is this is fun, man. I I love schedule release day. When they announced it last week, I popped it on the calendar. I was like, this is cool. Everyone's going to start planning trips, you know, find out what storylines are. And it's, uh, I just love this every time we do it. Yeah. And the All Star game is July 19th at Audi Field in Washington, D.C., your favorite stadium. Terrible, Terrible stadium. <laughs> don't eat the food. It's all the same. Um, but we don't know who we're playing yet. We don't know if it's going to be East versus West. We don't know if it's going to be Liga Emekis or not. I mean, Don Garber you know, has um, kind of hinted that it might be someone different. So um, we'll see. We don't really know who we're going to play. Uh, we've played Manchester United, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Juventus before. So could be Liga Mekis All-Stars. It could be something different. Yeah. We'll see. But we'll see. Either way, whoever it is, we never really care because no one watches. <laughs> And then the last bit of sporting news that I want to talk about before we kick it to uh, our interview with with Kevin is uh, Super Draft starts today. Just real Ooh. quick, I guess we should mention it. Sporting KC has the eighth pick in the draft. It's not uh, important anymore. And I say <laughs> that, and we just re-signed two Super Draft picks that we still have on our team. Yeah. So, Doyle. Take that, what you will. Oh, this isn't Doyle. This was Travis Clark. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Travis. Travis Clark put up a uh, mock draft on MLSsoccer.com. So if the draft has not yet happened at the time of you listening, he predicts Sporting Kansas City could select Daniel Muni, uh, a center back from Indiana, and says generally seen as one of the top seniors available. Muni slipping to number eight would be a nice development for SKC. He's been a cornerstone of the IU back line over the past few years. So there you go hey, take that to hear it, man. daniels worth. no daniels and we'll uh we'll take <laughs> daniels, him so. no daniels <laughs> you didn't say nothing about my shirt man i'm out here shocking the system for <laughs> christmas <laughs> you do it's uh, uh is that a, a reference that i don't understand eh, i'm it's sorry a res- an old wrestling faction <laughs> old okay that's why <laughs> undisputed era you see it i'm so, okay because i was like i'm sure it has something it looked a little bit like the it's cut off i was like is it kind of the dolph ziggler kind of vibe yeah, look uh, here, but... yeah shock the system hold on you're gonna see my belly <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is an exclusive for the video only audience exclusive man if you're not if you're not subscribed to us on video what, what are you doing 
Yeah, we got it's our just own fun. YouTube channel now. So go I check got, us out. I show you my shoe collection over here. <laughs> and then all my scarves. Like, it's a great thing. There you go. Uh, did you notice you got, that I put it? I put a Kansas City blanket right yeah. there. Yeah. So Look I'm at starting. you. You're, this is a Royals <laughs> podcast now. Um, anywho, let's kick it over to our interview with our boy, Kevin Lopez from SKC Fan TV to talk Argentina, Lionel Messi, sure. and what it's like to win a World Cup. So without further ado, here's an interview with Kevin from SKC Fan TV. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we have a very special guest today who might be very excited to talk about a particular subject. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of this person. Uh, maybe uh, maybe you're tired of this person because he's too loud. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> wow. It doesn't matter. He's here because uh, we got Kevin from SKC Fan TV or Kevicho underscore TV, whatever you want to call him. He's an Argentina guy, and he's very excited to be here. What's up, man? What's up? I'm very excited that you could call me whatever you want, Kevin. Kevin. I, I don't care. It's all fine. Uh, right now, guys, I'm I'm high on life. Okay, I feel great. Uh, if someone can give you some bad news, and I'm be like, oh well, all right. I'm still champion of the world right now. I feel. Like- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't tell from your background that you're at all happy. Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty subtle about it. I haven't really <laughs> made it known. Yeah, that's serious. 
I love it, man. I we're gonna give our best uh, impressions of your celebratory videos at the end of this thing. We'll see okay. if we can uh, do you justice. So. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I'll critique it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. What's uh? What's the word, man? What have you been went up to? You didn't stream the final, so uh, everyone's real upset at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think so. This is how it ran down as the World Cup was going on I, even before the world cup i'm like okay i've done copa america and I, even then i was like i really didn't want to do it and i i started streaming argentina matches because i thought all right we're not going to go that far so i'll go i'll have the group stage games and maybe one or two other games and we're done um once the netherlands game happened and i that was the last one i streamed uh, I just knew I could not do it again. Uh, it, it got to the point where I'm like, okay, Croatia just beat Brazil. They could kick us out. I don't know if I can stream two hours of getting slapped by Croatia. Somehow, <laughs> we didn't get slapped by Croatia. So now I'm like, all right, World Cup final. In 2014, I was surrounded by people. Uh, it didn't go so well. I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, but <laughs> once we got, once I started thinking back, okay, I didn't like the experience when I was around people. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to stay in my house. I'm just going to be with the fam. I don't want to be out. And then I was like, okay, but do I want to be streaming it? I just thought this is this was going to be me for two and a half hours. I swear to you. <laughs> yep. I swear to you. Just staring. At, I'm not even going to have it on another monitor. I'll have it on my phone, head down. I won't even talk. <laughs> Uh, that's how I was for the end of the Netherlands match. So I'm like, it's not going to be enjoyable for people. Maybe the last, I don't know, five minutes of the three-hour stream. But uh, I don't regret it. I At the end, when it was penalties, I had my phone out to go either way. If we lost, we lost. And I did, I could upload it if I want. But, um, yeah, now now I'm chill. Now I can <laughs> now I can stream sporting games and relax oh, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, be a lot more calm. And I feel like... I said I've been saying this to everyone. I that we won the Copa America 17 months ago. We just won the World Cup. Sorry, sporting fans, but it's it's going to be a really rough year for all my favorite teams for the next like 30 years. So <laughs> that's just how it's going to go. That's just how it's going to go. It's kind of cool, man, because like you've you've shown what passion is in this sport from a team that a lot of us locals really don't know about and most likely don't really care that much about. You know what I mean? We're not. <laughs> We're rooting for Argentina because Messi's the goat and all that stuff. But like, we have no affiliation with the country. Uh, we haven't been following them forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have just shown what it means to to support a team, man. And like you said, watching your phone, rocking back and forth, just nerves. I don't. The only thing that I think even comes close to that personally is KU's comeback in the uh, uh, national basketball championship. Oh yeah. And it's like that was nerve wracking for me as a as a KU fan, but. This is Damn. just this is another level, man. It's every four years. It's just it's pretty cool to see uh, your passion. Yeah, I think um, uh, one of the most common sayings for Argentinians is like, uh, "We all suffer through what through this sport." Some countries follow this sport differently. I think Germans they're they're more um, they're more serious throughout the tournament. They have high expectations. Brazilians have fun with the game. They dance. They celebrate. And Argentinians straight up just suffer through 90 minutes, no matter what. <laughs> and the last string of all these finals, three Copa America finals, losses, and a World Cup loss, it's just like back-to-back, -back, all that buildup. We finally won a Copa America, and it's like, 
all right, we're in a World Cup. This is Messi's last, Di Maria's last, all these guys is last. It was just like all this pressure. And once we got to the final, I couldn't even believe it after losing to Saudi Arabia. Uh, but it all just came out. And it's like coming out on the streets. There's like 5 million people in Argentina right now partying, shutting down the <laughs> entire country. But yeah, I'm not alone. There's like millions of people like me. But uh, yeah, I've been getting a lot of comments like that. Like, oh, wow, it's kind of cool to see. But everybody has their thing. Like you said, KU. I know plenty of people that uh, were smashed for like a week after KU. Uh, came back and won the championship. Same thing with yeah. uh, Chiefs fans, like 50 years or whatever it was. Um, it's just Royals like different. Royals as well. Yeah. Royals, is, yeah, Royals. So, uh, yeah, it's it, we all have that one thing. And for me, it's Argentina, but I don't know. It kind of spills over. I, even with sporting, I, it's not like – I don't think I'll cry if we win a final. I'm going to be honest. But uh, <laughs> I definitely will be screaming the same altitude. You know, I'm oh, still – You better. Uh, yeah, yeah, I won't change. Yeah, yeah. It's your I'll brand, see. bro. It's your brand. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's one thing I think that's so cool about the World Cup. That is what makes it the best sporting event in the entire world. It's what makes soccer the best sport in the entire world. And it's what makes it so unique is like the closest thing, like like Dan said, that I guess local people can relate is probably when the Royals won the World Series first time in 35 years. And it's cool as somebody who's not originally from Kansas City. I, I moved to Kansas City right as that was happening. So I kind of got to see a city coalesce around a team. This is like that on super steroids because it's not just a city. It's an entire country. And and I think what's hard for people to understand until you see like there's that viral drone footage that's flying around over Buenos Aires. And it's, and it's beautiful. And there's just people waving flags and everyone's dancing in the streets and whatnot. And you realize that this is so much more than a game this is so much more than a championship like this is an entire country's like yeah i don't want to say it's their identity because argentina is so much more than a game of soccer but like it it just means something on so much more of an emotional level to these countries that grow up playing soccer in the streets from the moment they can walk and i think that's something that's really tough to relate to and it, and it's yeah. cool to see your passion and, and an entire country's passion. I can't even imagine what Americans would do if the U S men's national team won the world cup. We'd probably set cars on fire. Cause we don't know what else to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, how do we celebrate? Tell me how to feel. <laughs> you know? that, yeah. That would be, that's what's going to be exciting for the next world cup is uh, you have three countries uh, where it, it, it could be crazy scenes. Think if Mexico does it or U S or Canada, oh, yeah. it, I, the world will, shut down it would be like what i think <laughs> these these countries especially canada usa or uh, yeah canada usa like these countries that are known to be not 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 the most popular sport in the country maybe they're the stereotype is they're not the best in mm -hmm. the sport uh yeah imagine if they win the world cup bro. <laughs> well just coming here is a huge step i mean we yes, had grand yeah. zussi on a couple weeks and i remember distinctly he said we're not even we we're not ready i mean i think we're ready logistically but he said emotionally and feelings like we don't you, you guys are going to be we're going to be floored yeah it's gonna be oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think the thing we have the stadiums we have oh we figured it out in the 90s we can we can sure. do it even better now but yeah yeah emotionally having every city in your country freak out is yeah we're not ready <laughs> <laughs> so argentina is an interesting case because as you said, there's a lot of pressure. It felt like on the team this year, we knew this was almost certainly Messi's last world cup, the Maria's last world cup. I felt like there was an interesting shift in how the public perceived Argentina in this world cup. Cause historically to me, and maybe you, you view it differently, but 
it's almost like people kind of laughed. Like when when Messi missed the penalty kick in it was the Copa Copa America final, yeah. and he and he sent it over the net. Um, I feel like there was almost like a kind of a laughter. Like ah, he did it. he choked again. That's sort yeah. of his thing. It felt like there was a shift this time, and and everybody who's not uh, an anonymous Ronaldo fan account on Twitter sort of coalesced behind Argentina and Messi because I think they realized the greatness that is Messi and that this was probably his last chance and he doesn't have the same type of scandal behind him that Ronaldo has. Yeah, so, did you feel that there was a different perception of the Argentina team this time as an Argentinian? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, I think a lot of the talk was right before people were comparing it to like the bulls last dance, but it's almost not like the bulls last dance. Cause the bulls won five straight or whatever right. it was, or three and two or whatever it was. But but Argentina didn't have that. The last World Cup we had was in the 80s. So there's a full generation of people that's never seen it. They have to ask their parents or older brothers, what was it like? And then you have this guy that in our eyes is the greatest with, with being very biased. But there's a <laughs> lot of people saying, oh, this should sure. be the greatest. And there's one thing he doesn't have. And then we know he's 35 years old. He even mentioned this is hey guys. Just letting you know, I don't think I'm going to make another one. This is it. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing these people that may not be huge fans of Messi, but uh, they just kind of respect him just as a player, go, all right, I'm back in Argentina. Uh, I think that there's a lot of – I think it goes both ways. After Netherlands, some confusion was uh, was out there because they thought we were a little disrespectful. But, dude, if you do the research in that game – Netherlands were talking some crap before the games. Sure. The players were coming towards our players earning penalty kicks. Hey, if you do that, I, I, it's free reign. It's going to go wild, <laughs> okay? Uh, but then after that, so we got a split crowd there. But yeah, once we're in the final, it's like you have this up-and-coming star legend in the making and this, you know, d- not dying star, but an sure. old star uh, moving away. It was It was epic. And that final was epic and in the most painful and great way possible. I heard someone describe it as this Mbappe versus Messi thing. They're like, it's the greatest player in the world versus the greatest player of all time. Yeah, that is Mbappe's arguably the best player playing right now. And then Messi, the, the the history and and what he's accomplished and whatnot. So like you said, it was almost this passing of the torch and especially since Mbappe and France won it last time, it was like, hold on, I got one more trick up my sleeve. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to hand it over just yet. And that was yes. kind of cool. Yeah. He, he's only the greatest because he, he's going to be in Miami soon. I mean, that's, that's what right, we're all baby. talking about. <laughs> Come so, on. I mean, this is a win we, for MLS. How yes. many Miami fans, though, are going to emerge now? Like Miami's going to be coveted around the world. And I got to say, the three of us need to set some kind of road trip up and get oh. down there because we're playing them. And that's well, I know. We find out today. I don't know when this comes out, but yeah, as we're recording, if we found out today, we got we got Miami. We're going to South Beach. Well, it's Fort Lauderdale, whatever, wherever we're <laughs> going. Crazy. It's we're talking crazy. beaches, babe, and blue. Like Let's go. <laughs> yeah, this is my three kind of B's, podcast. baby. Come three B's. <laughs> I made yes. that shit up. I love that. Yes, it's... I can't wait. I, if he, that's the thing though, like. The talk is, all right, does he go back to Barcelona to, to finish the cap there? Okay, that's a nice story. Uh, does he sign again for PSG? Eh, not really a beautiful story. Or throw all that crap away. Come to Major League Soccer, truly oh, yeah. get tested, okay? <laughs> You're not truly the world champion, the greatest player of all time until you come here like Pele did, right? I mean, until you win an MLS it. Cup. 
Yes, can you do it. it on a Tuesday night in Saprissa? exactly but that's why we're gonna that's why they're gonna change up the whole uh playoff format to this world cup format because it's the only way messi can win you gotta have world cup (laughs) format now because he's 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 used to it now exactly (laughs) kevin you so you obviously you didn't stream but i kind of want to get your your take on how the game unfolded because the first 75 minutes were relatively dominated by argentina you got the first penalty call which um, I know there there were some questions um, that I saw a, a lot of places of was it was it not a penalty? Um, I personally didn't have a problem with it. You could argue it was soft, but I thought the refereeing was consistent throughout the entire game. So I thought, well, if that's a penalty, it would be a penalty the other way. And he gave it not the other way later, so I'm okay with it. But the first 75 minutes were were pretty Argentina heavy, and arguably the goal of the tournament from a team perspective with their second goal, and then Mbappe happened. So what are you feeling in the first 75 minutes? And then what's going through your mind as you're watching Mbappe basically single-handedly pull France back into this game? God, that that dude. So like first 75 minutes, like you said, I I was I was like with my wife. I was like, bro, we are destroying this team. They look bad. <laughs> like first 45 minutes, I was like, all right, that was our half. They're gonna come out. They even made two changes in the first half. Right. Like shot. We're dude, we're this France, who? Mbappe, who? We go to halftime. I'm like, all right, let's stay calm, though. They're going to come out the second half. They came out the second half stinking. They sucked. I'm like, dude, we're about to get a third. We had two chances of getting a third. It was about to be 3-0. And then for some reason, well, okay, they made two good changes. Uh, uh, I think Coleman came in, and he was mm-hmm. he was playing well. Uh, but 75th, like, after or whenever he scored uh, the first goal, uh, it was a penalty. All right, right. I was like, okay, we got a soft one. All right, fine. You get it's a fair. penalty. Fair. Mm-hmm. We're fair. Even, uh, that's even. Uh, I even text my wife was in the bathroom. I even texted her. I was like, uh, Julie, it's happening. Like, I literally wrote that. I will show you. She's a like, same here. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, it's happening at the same time. But she even was, she texted me back, like, no, it's not. Stay calm. And what was it, a minute 30 seconds? He scores oh an insane volley coming off a messy mistake. I, I mm-hmm. saw it happening. I saw it happening. I was like, oh, this is our punishment for whatever reason. Whatever we did, God, we are literally being embarrassed now. Messi gives off the ball. They do two passes, cross to Killian, boomba. I couldn't even believe it. I was frozen. So then I'm like, okay, uh, our coach famously throughout this World Cup, after the 60th minute, we're leading the game, subbing some defenders, which was a bad mistake. It mm-hmm. was a mistake against Australia, which we barely won 2-1. Obviously against the Netherlands, which we won in penalties. And now again, against France, we do the exact same thing. Uh, we go to extra time, and then here it was. Messi gets this ugly goal. I thought it was offside. The whole world thought it was offside. I screamed once, calmed down, screamed again because they said it's goal. <laughs> it's over. Messi's you know, in the crowd. He's on his knees. Ah, We're World Cup champions. And then a handball. Like, I don't know, four or five minutes left of the game. And Killian steps up again. I was so sure the dude was going to miss. I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's happening. I saw you in the Euros. Destiny. You missed it. This is it. The cr- The crowd's going to explode it when he mess- misses. And no problem makes it. Even sticks out his tongue after he scored, bro. I was ruined. I, dude, <laughs> Disgusting. I was Disgusting. This is the disrespect. Man, it was insane. <laughs> so then, all right, penalties. penalties well, before penalties... They oh almost my God. won it if it weren't for the save don't, of the tournament from Emmy oh Martinez. My God. I can't even. First, actually, let's 
let's be in order here. Uh, Lautaro Martinez had two goals. He was our Iguain of the tournament. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, I was like, they're gonna they're gonna crucify him again, just like Iguain. The exact he's gonna have to retire in a baseball stadium. It's gonna be the same cycle. Retire but, in a baseball stadium, but it didn't end up that way, only because he missed those. But Dibu made a save that it was exactly Mario Götze in the 2014 final. It was gonna be the last play of the damn game in extra time. They're gonna get this crap goal, and it was gonna be the end. And somehow the dude, ex- like grew 30 feet blocked it with his <laughs> leg i don't even know what he blocked it with and then we go to the penalties and i it was very clear with me and my wife and my dog are sitting here staring at the tv and we're like <laughs> I, th- I think we were repeating like argentina's gonna win we're gonna block it we're gonna block it argentina's gonna win like over and over i think you can even hear it on the clip i uploaded we're just saying it over and over and Dibu comes out like a a beast that he is and we won and i just i think i literally cried for like 30 45 minutes like non-stop then, then took his uh then took his golden glove trophy and oh uh, my god had a had a make-believe wiener <laughs> you know what and i was seeing a lot of hate for that and here's the thing a lot of the hate was from uh, i'm gonna say it from a lot of english pundits okay and listen <laughs> england i know you don't like to celebrate i know you like to be happy but listen yeah we have three stars. You have one. And, and to be fair, to be fair, England is like, I've said this before. England are very, uh, they're very, they're not the most positive people about everything in life. But when it comes to the World Cup, it's coming home every time for England. Right. So I feels great for me every time it doesn't come home. And this one, especially when it came home. And then there's English yeah. pundits saying disrespectful. I don't care. Whatever. Well, there's there's no history between England and Argentina. It's No, it's there's no, totally, no, 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 there's nothing there. Totally Same with fine. the U.S. That's why I wish the U.S. won so bad. And we, we played <laughs> so much better than them, but whatever. It's fine. But it's, I mean, many us-based soccer fans might not be as familiar with martinez it's this isn't something he just came up with this is this is kind of his thing when they win trophies you can see other pictures so it's not surprising it, it might be yeah know, i think that right style, but he, just, this, he does this he celebrates oh. like that oh dude this man has a break like in espn argentina we're breaking down what he does he has a everything's planned out the man runs to the penalty box and waits for the, the the goalkeeper was doing the coin toss and he waits there like he owns the penalty already playing mind games then oh, yeah. he's the one that hands the ball to the penalty taker kind of saying like <laughs> you're in my box now or then, throw it away ex- or throw it away that he did that too or uh, on top of that if the penalty taker puts the ball down it's it's one of the rules if the keeper goes hey ref check that it's on the spot the ref if you look back the ref looks at the ball sees that it's on the line and he goes up to Emmy and he goes, yep, it's on the spot every time. It's like, okay, another mind game. Like, hey, this is my penalty box, dog. And then he maybe he saves one and then he starts celebrating. It's not even over. We still could have lost the penalty shootouts. But right. another mind game, like, yo, dude, this guy's cocky. He doesn't care. And then I think one of them was a miss. I don't think he saved the one other one. Off the and, post or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, something like that. I, I don't know. The man, and he did it against Colombia when he, like, was talking to the players just in their face. He's nuts. The dude is nuts, and he plays in Aston Villa. I don't know. The, the man is <laughs> hey, whatever. If, that, if that's MLS and the ball gets thrown away like he does, hey, that's delaying a restart. That's a yellow card, yellow sir. Card. He got, I think he got one. I think he did <laughs> that, get one. And that would have been a red card. And that would have been a red goalie. card. Yeah, new goalie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That had been wild. Insane. The dude's insane. But it was – I said this at the end to, to all my friends and family, like all the photos of Messi holding the trophy – 
still feel like Photoshop. They're completely not real. It looks like we've been seeing it since 2014. Messi holding the trophy, complete Photoshop. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like they're, they're, none of this is happening. Would you say that, I mean, you've been around soccer your entire life. You've watched Argentina in finals before. Uh, I'm not trying to be prisoner of the moment, but is this the best World Cup final of all time? Okay, that's what everyone's so, saying, right? In in my lifetime, yes, but sure. As an Argentina I, fan, I'm sure it is. But uh, I mean, like, yeah. ob- objectively, uh, objectively, I think I, I said this. Uh, I said this to many people. I think one of the worst panel or finals. There's a lot of bad finals. I think there's a finals are usually they they can like let's say Spain 2010 went to extra time last minute goal. That was a very dramatic, but it was a boring game. There was a couple cool moments. Uh, World Cup 2014, same thing, last minute goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2018, it was three one. You know, it was kind of one sided. Uh, so those are in recent history. There in the 80s, 86, Argentina won three two against West Germany. It was the exact same thing, up to zero. Germany came back, and then we got the the final goal. I think this one, when it comes to a team's destroying, the other team comes back in two minutes. Then we're up again. And it's like game over, and then they tie it, and then right. we go to penalty. I don't think we're going to see another final like this, but I think it has to be said the best final, one of the best. I don't know. Well, Jimmy mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo earlier, and I'm like, I don't want to hear those two names really put next to each other ever again. I mean, Ronaldo doesn't even really have a team that one day, yeah. uh, and and Messi's out here winning World Cups and and playing for Miami, so you know <laughs> that, that cannot be understated. That's true. That's true. I think, uh, thankfully, that this is like that one thing that everyone's always said, like, well, the true goat would win the World Cup. And then you would say, all right, well, these two are our goats in our world. Well, neither one of them won a World Cup. And I don't think Ronaldo's going to play again. If he plays another World Cup, I don't think they'll win it. But um, one goat got benched. So I don't. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. I don't even think he's scored. I heard this. I haven't fact checked this, so forgive me if I'm wrong. I think they were talking about in in his World Cup career, but he he might not have a knockout round goal. Yeah, he has zero zero knockout. And, and Messi scored in every knockout round game just of this tournament. Bro, I'm not. Look, I'm Argentinian. <laughs> I'm too biased, but right. I'm gonna agree with you guys. Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying it feels like to me this has to put an end to the Messi versus CR7 debate. Yeah, the only other debate, uh, in my opinion, is an era debate. There's a guy from his era, another guy from mm-hmm. his, and then Messi's is his era. It's almost impossible to say one great player in the history since England was kicking around in the 1800s, you know? so Sure. That was going to be maybe our last World Cup question. Is I, I, I saw you were having a back and forth with Pablo Mar, Pablo Mar from uh, The Athletic a little bit, and, and Pablo kind of was saying you know, Maradona, Pele, you know, still still are, are better. And I think it's interesting, and this isn't a shot at Pablo, I, I, I get what he's trying to say, but I think it's interesting. Everybody tends to do this in all sports where it's the same thing with the Jordan versus LeBron or Tom mm-hmm. Brady versus Mahomes or whatnot. People tend to want to gatekeep from like something from their past. And, I, and yeah. I think it's interesting that the immediate reaction after Messi finally does this thing that we've all been saying, hey, you're not truly the GOAT unless you do this. And then he does this thing and the first reaction is almost like, Okay, but he's still not Pele. He's still not Maradona. He's instead of just yeah. letting the moment happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Pele debate. Uh, I, look, he's Brazilian, and I'm. It's good. again. So I sound very good <laughs> coming from me. But uh, I mean, I think Pablo said 
just put him in Europe and he would have done the same. Listen, he put his numbers in Brazil. He played his whole career in Brazil and New York. Uh, his whole That's it. He played in the 60s and 70s. After 1970, I, the, the game just exploded, like really mm-hmm. exploded. The talents were look at look at the Brazilian players in the late 90s, early sure. 2000s. Dude, those guys are lights out. And yes, he did some great plays. He was he like one of the tweets were Pele has whatever your favorite player did or has does Pele's did it. You know, in Brazil, absolutely. But in Brazil, only in Brazil, playing only Brazilian. I'm mm-hmm. dude. It's hard to now. Is Pele not one of the greatest? For sure, he is the greatest player from the '60s and '70s, hands down. Yes, mm-hmm. I think Diego is one of the are the greatest players in the '80s. It's like some people saying, "Well, what if Diego was never on drugs? You know, maybe he would, <laughs> maybe he would win four World Cups." You know, like yeah, okay, we could put all these the same thing. People say Pele put Pele in all these crazy all the technology we have now and all this like, okay, there's a guy named Di Stefano who was like the God of Real Madrid. When I don't even know how many titles that man was insane. Okay. Put that man in our technology. It's like impossible. So I think you're right. It's the same thing. The Jordan debate, even though Jordan's the goat, uh, it's it's impossible to say, you know, who's the the best ever. So where, where do you think, and and this might be far too early for this question, but like, where does Argentina go from here now? Because this kind of was like, I don't want to say this was the golden generation because they they were they had Maradona and you know, but like, yeah. Messi's going to move on, Di, Di Maria is moving on. There are some young guys, Julian Alvarez, McAllister, Lautaro Martinez that are still there, but they don't. Yeah. There's there's no Messi, there's no Di Maria. So where where do you think Argentinian football goes from here? You know, I it's gonna be. In my opinion, even though Messi kind of hinted like I want to keep playing with this new champion team, I, that could mean like maybe the Copa America, maybe sure. or some World Cup qualifiers or friendlies. But when it comes to like the next World Cup, seriously, where are we going to be at? It's I think this is going to be our rebuild squad. Like, okay, we got young guys, kind of like USA did this World mm-hmm. Cup, where they're no one expected them to do great, great things. But uh, we're going to have to feel out. Enzo for or Enzo, um, yeah, no, Enzo Fernandez uh, was player of the tournament. Uh, we got our young player that's whatever the trophy sure. was. Uh, Julian is playing with Holland, so hopefully he develops. It's going to be a weird few years, but Argentina had this same vibe after Maradona, so like 1998 World Cup, not a good time for us. Uh, and then 2002 was like unstable. We're gonna see there, there we had a squad, I think, in like 2000. No, yeah, 2002. We had a squad. And everyone's like, "Oh God, careful with this, careful with this Argentina team, bro." They're, they're, I think we didn't even make it out of the group or something. So, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hard to tell. But I think once you have this guy, this Messi or Maradona off the squad, you gotta go. All right, now we gotta build, be like uh, a for real team and not just fight for one dude. But we gotta play all together, well oiled machine, and that might take a generation. I don't know, for sure. Well, man, as we as we mentioned just uh, briefly earlier, the Sporting KC schedule came out uh, yesterday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, uh, man, is there any particular? Uh, you know, I, I know you live uh, outside of the area a little bit, but is there any particular game you want to come to here at home, or you think about traveling anywhere? Coming down to Miami with me and James here. Uh, look, Miami, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that on the list. It, there's there's a few things that have to fall into place if Miami is even interesting. Because I'm not just going to go 
watch flamingos kick a ball for no reason. I gotta there's gotta be a certain <laughs> guy going there. But um well I think just to just to see the vibes, I wanna see I want St. Louis and I wanna go there. You, All know? Right. you get you get two your, chances. I get to, yeah, which is okay, crazy. All right. Um <laughs> I'll I'll go there twice, I guess. Um <laughs> But yeah, that uh, after the little little not crap talk, I don't even know how to describe it. But after the few tweets that we got from them, I feel like, all right, let's see what you're about. OK, all right, Mickey Mouse Club. Let's see what we got. If we don't want DPs, fine, let's show up. I think it would be a good vibe if we all go out there and just see, see what it's like, you know, just experience. That's what's on my list. Um, Is their stadium th- still flooding? That's yeah. it. Does it does the electric you know electricity work? Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll tell you if it's a good place to be the moment we walk in. If you see that two concession stands are carrying the same goddamn menu items, it's it's bullshit. Ooh. DC United, <laughs> DC United has the worst vendors. And I, I'm I'm very upset with it. I went to the yeah. NWSL final and I'm like, so you also sell what they're selling? This is bullshit. Yeah, that's same a good point. Drink. The food isn't. It is important. The food it's and important. drink. I that's take very it important. In. I think one of them that I was interested in, we got some beef with, I don't know why we do, but there's been some talk with LA Galaxy fan. I think that's our mm-hmm. first game. It's our home opener. Yeah. Okay, that sounds fun. I'm, I'm down for that too. That's I don't fun. know. See I think you, do another Panenka, why don't that's you? We'll, we'll no, take care please. of you. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. That that would be great. I think uh, now that I got the schedule, I'll like black out some dates and like head out and then figure it out. I, I, what was interesting is, uh we only have like a handful of wednesday games like five or four or something yeah mls and apple are really trying to tighten up the schedule and keep it on weekends Mm -hmm. i think that's an apple dictated thing which i appreciate because those midweek games man they (laughs) suck and i'm i might straight up say right now i ain't streaming those it's some of those games are like 9 30 p.m on a wednesday right those are rough we got work the next day we got work the next day and some of the (laughs) games suck i'm not watching vancouver or San Jose, no, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'll, I'll just tweet my reaction to it the next day or something. But, uh, but for for the most part, I'm excited for a mostly weekend, and we got a ton of Saturday games. Some of mm-hmm. them at like two o'clock. Oh, dude, vibes. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> totally. So, what do you, uh, you you talked a little bit about your streaming? Do you have anything special in store? What what's the next evolution of your streams and what you do look like for 2023? Yeah, I think um, the big one is, like I said, block, you know, block out some dates to actually be there, make some content out of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I definitely want to get an away experience because I, I don't want to just be surrounded by the sporting crew. I want to be yelled at by opposing fans, see if they talk <laughs> smack, you know. Go down to Austin, meet them yeah, go down. Oh, bro, that would be nuts. I think I'd be the only sporting fan. Actually, sporting <laughs> fans travel well, surprisingly. I've seen a lot of uh, sporting fans everywhere, but. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see that vibe and make some content like that. And then the streams, I feel like now, I'm going to say this again. I, just a reminder, there was a World Cup that just happened. Now that we won a World Cup, I think I can be a little more goofy. It's more fun time. Now I don't got to be so serious and just, all right, this is do or die sporting. You got to figure this out. No, now, you know, have a good time. Maybe have guests. That sounds fun. There you go. You know, you know how no other pod live excuse Hell yeah. me I, i'm kind of scared of you guys live i don't know what you're gonna say but well, uh that's wise of you it, <laughs> maybe <laughs> one of you guys but yeah i don't know that, who are you talking like, about i don't know mm, yeah i wonder who <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think that's that's gonna be a thing i just kind of want to switch it up uh instead of just being the same old same old from last last season i just had last second uh 
you know, start the channel, just do the same vibe, but now kind of have some fun. That's awesome. You feeling good about 2023? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 He's like, I don't even care anymore. I, I don't I'm care. I, like I said, I don't care, but no, no, I, I am. Um, I'm interested to, to see, look, uh, how we ended last season, we all know, pretty solid. We, we look pretty damn sexy. And I think... <laughs> Uh, the good, interesting keys when we got players like Alan coming back, you know, Kinda and all that. Let's see how that's gonna work. Uh, we got the super draft coming up. If that ever matters today on Wednesday. Okay, oh, yeah. all that's right. Early as hell. It usually that's, comes in January. I don't. I hear we got a high pick. I don't know. Maybe that's number gonna eight. Be good. Number, number eight. eight. Pick. You know who we picked number eight before? Because we need a center back, and you know who we picked at number eight before? Matt oh. Beasler. Oh. Damn. Okay, so we, we still... might get a Beasler. So that's what that's what you're saying. Yeah. You can confirm it now. I mean, probably won't get a Beasler, but it, <laughs> you never know. You never know. So, <laughs> look, uh, yeah, I, I got good vibes going into the season. And talking to like, I had an interview with Daniel, and he seems like very good vibes. That they mm-hmm. all were like, dude, it was a fluke. It was bad timing, the injuries, all this stuff. Plus, we got two two really good guys coming in. A guy coming off of injury. Yeah, I think. We should be good, and now we cut forward a year from now when we finish last place. Because I just said that because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be wild, man. There's a lot yeah. of excitement around it for sure. Oh yeah, awesome. What, uh, what else? What else, Jimmy? Anything else? I think that's all we got this yeah. time, my dude. Hey, congrats again. This is incredible. I don't even know. Like I can't even think of a comp for me because <laughs> this it's it's such a different level, but. Uh, you were, I know, the first person I thought of when when uh, that last penalty kick went in, and it was <laughs> what did that it do? was <laughs> it was uh, pretty wild. So, congrats! I know this is awesome. Seeing that footage from Buenos Aires, it's it's wild. So, yeah, happy I hope for you happy for the country. Twenty twenty six guys, listen, it doesn't have to be Argentina. We don't have to win anymore. I'm rooting USA, baby, <laughs> USA. Yeah. So we feel it. <laughs> I want you guys to feel this. It'd be pretty cool. Well, hey man, where can people find you? Okay, well, at the current status, uh, <laughs> we are at Kevin Cho. So just Kevin C-H-O underscore TV on Twitter, on YouTube, same thing. And currently on TikTok, uh, if you dabble <laughs> in TikTok, it is Kevin Cho underscore reacts. I feel like that kind of makes sense. Maybe you'll remember it, maybe not. But that's where you can find me at the moment. Cool. I love it. He plugs his plugs his TikTok, but he's kind of embarrassed to plug it. But I he's like, whatever, I'm doing it, it. Yeah, don't be surprised if it's a little light, guys. Okay, just letting you know. <laughs> hey, it's tough to stay consistent on everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's wild. For sure. Well, cool, my friend. Thank you so much. Congrats again. Happy Thank for you, you. Thanks for and having me back. It, yeah. We'll have you back again, too, I'm sure. Heck yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Sweet. All right. We'll see you. Ciao. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. There it is, my friend. Oh, can you imagine? That's what a good friend I, of the pod. He's a good friend of the pod. I can't imagine. We, I'm sure you've seen. If you haven't seen his reaction video yet, go out and watch it. You can find it on those oh, platforms yeah. that he mentioned. Uh, you can see how much it meant meant to him watching the end of that game, the penalties. You can see the nerves. You can see and and just the total. In complete joy when it all came together and Lionel Messi in Argentina won the World Cup. Yeah, I uh, I didn't tell him I had my France jersey on the whole time or anything like that. I didn't <laughs> didn't want to get into that, but uh, yeah, it's just his videos are becoming that of legend. Um, it really took off. Everyone likes them. It's they're absolutely ridiculous, right? At the end of the day, they're ridiculous, but they're ridiculously passionate. And that's, it's, it's so cool, man. And, and first of all, what, what's, what's, you guys don't think I'd be uh, okay to have on live? (laughs) I think you'd be fine. Hey, I got to tone it down. When when I do improv, I can't just go out there effing and this, effing and that. (laughs) I can't do that. I I have to tone it down. Sometimes they slip, things happen. But you know, when I got, when I got older people in the crowd, I can't just say and go talking about horse fucking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, give me a prompt well okay not that one yeah you're right well i just um, I'll, I'll prove you guys wrong i'll be on kevin and i'll be on his show and you guys will be like wow he's really good he's the most professional person that we've ever he's, had on the live he's stream. the most professional professional <laughs> podcaster um i just the only way i can possibly relate to the emotions he was feeling is i recognize and and when he was saying i didn't want to stream because i would just be silent staring at my phone that's how I watch USC football games when I get nervous. Is that so like you? when I when I was watching the Pac-12 championship, which obviously didn't go how we wanted because our quarterback got injured, it was a whole thing we otherwise would have won. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we, Brittany came down when we were up fourteen to zero or seventeen to three at that time, and she was like, "Oh, it's going good," and I was like, "Nope, this is going to. It's not <laughs> going good. good. It's not good. Get back upstairs." <laughs> she's like, "You're up fourteen points," and I was like, "I promise you, this is something terrible is going to happen." And I just, I, I need, I'm sitting here, and she goes, "It's weird <laughs> that you're winning by fourteen, and you're like upset." And then she came back down after it had gone off the rails, and she was like, "You seem weirdly more calm now that you're getting destroyed." Uh, than you were when you were winning by 14 points. And it's because I knew it was going to happen. But um, that's how, that's the only thing I can relate to. But I've been alive when USC won a national championship. We've won a Rose Bowl. We've won a Pac-12 championship. And I can't imagine what it's, that's the only reason I mention it is because that's the only thing that I have that's comparable because that's how much I care about that sport. I have to sit there in silence. I And I think it's the same for you with KU basketball, right? So that's, I mean, it's absolutely, especially around like tournament time and knockout time. Like things are just crazy. Other than that, you know, throughout the season, everything's not as intense. But KU's won championships in your lifetime before. Now imagine if it was like, it's been, it's like when the Royals won the World Series, like we talked about, for those who are actual Royals fans, that's probably the best comp that we can describe. And it's just cool. 
it's cool to see an entire nation come together like we talked about. So the Royals um, and Chiefs victories were huge. Uh, I was born in 85. So the Royals had just won the World Series before I was born in December. So I literally have not been alive for that. And that was just one of the coolest things ever. You yeah. Know? So but now the Chiefs are having this run so that the, the Royals thing seems way more special because it's like, right. eh, we're kind of good for two years. Hey, let's be bad again. Yeah. We'll see you again <laughs> in 30 years. Oh, God. <laughs> Hey, this, um, this World Cup thing's crazy, though, man. We don't understand. Like, in four years, I'm going to be in my 40s. Well, let's not talk about it. But it's going to be it's going to be wild. You, you might be helping me up the, the ramp in the stadium, <laughs> but that's okay. I got bad hips. Yeah. It's going to be wild. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be there. Um, hopefully, the U.S. men's national team continues to make progress between now and then. Uh, but in the meantime... Uh, happy for Kevin, happy for the Argentina fans who are out there. I, I'm not, look, I tried to see if a Messi jersey was available just because I was like, this is kind of like a moment in time. And I feel like maybe one day this is going to be something cool. Where I could be like, oh yeah, this is the jersey from the year he won the World Cup. It sold out literally across the entire world. Wow. They're not available. So That's wild. The, the dude is so rich. I, I do have a PSG jersey. I, I thought about uh, what would it take to, you know, just, Brant put the to customize it, put his name right. and number on the back. Yeah. Um, because why not? You know? Yeah. I'm I'm not even an Argentina fan, but I just was like, I found myself rooting for history. Sure. And uh I'm I'm happy that it happened to him and, and not Cristiano Ronaldo for a variety of reasons. Right. Um, but it's uh yeah, pretty cool. So well it what an end to way the, what a way to end the World Cup. Yeah, it wasn't easy. it was looking kind of easy for France leading up to things uh, as far as their other games. Sure. So for Argentina, it's like, this was not as, as a walk in the park. I forgot until Kevin mentioned it, that Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia to open their world cup. Yeah. So, so think about that. That was devastating. And then where they are now, you have the full gambit of emotion. Yeah. So it's cool, man. I, I appreciate his passion and I, I don't, uh, I don't do as much on Twitter and stuff, but he, he knows I love him. Sure. So, that's about all we got this week, man. You got anything else for our good listeners? No, dude. Let's let's all go to Miami. Let's all go down there and party <laughs> till like nine, nine thirty or so. It'll be uh <laughs> be fun. Tell us That's what I'm saying. I ain't staying out late. I won't do it. Tweet us at no other pod at Dan Coozer at JCMax03. Tell us where you're gonna try to go for a road run trip next year. Uh we all we know we all travel well, so uh, I'm sure we'll see a bunch in St. Louis, but let's let's see where else we can go. Um but make sure you, you you follow us there on Twitter and Instagram. Leave us that five-star rating and review if you have not yet done so. And uh, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah to those of you who celebrate. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. Happy all of it. Happy New... Well, we'll be back before the New Year. But uh, yeah, I hope everybody stays warm and safe in the Arctic temperatures that are coming up. So it's, uh, it's a good time. But uh, until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. I can be professional. (laughs) Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.